on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> okay, Anna says that we're ready, so I think we're ready. Mom, are you ready? Maybe. Mom, maybe is ready. We've got Anna, Joshua, Peter, Ryan, Miss Nalissa. She sleeping. might join us in a little bit. We hope she does. Peter's sleeping. Um, once again, it's what day is it? Sunday. 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 We are talking about a whole week's worth of uh, days. And so let's review the week. First of all, was it a good week? It yes. was super busy, wasn't it? It was a busy week. Super busy. And I had a tournament this yeah. week. The boys spent some time away at grandma's house. And things did not slow down for a second, I feel like. Agreed. So but we had a lot of fun. Uh, this last week, the 23rd, Sunday, was Mixtape Day. Anna's going to talk Yay. about that a little bit. The 24th on Monday was Guacamole Appreciation Day. The 25th was Late Night Show Appreciation Day. The 26th was Older Brothers Day. And Peter, our resident older brother, will have some words <laughs> about that. Thursday, the 27th of June was Joseph, no, was Testimony Day. And that was commemorating the same uh, day Joseph Smith's martyrdom took place on. That was 175 years ago. Talk about it. Just go on. Mom's trying to give me instructions, <laughs> and I am going to flip this table over onto her. I Don't do talk I about it. Just move on. That's what she said. Are we done with the 27th yet? Did you have more to say? Apparently, Mom wanted to move on. <laughs> 28th day, or the, the 28th of June was Friday. Forgiveness day. Oh, Forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> and the Saturday the 29th was Hamburger Day. We celebrated Hamburger Day. We did. So, we what? I did not. You did not. Some of us had hot dogs. I had hamburger. But we have a special hot dog day coming up this week. Wait, we do? Get yeah, ready. it's a fun week because yeah. it's about me and my life. So, and this entire week um, was Night Owl Week, and I definitely feel like <laughs> we did that for sure. We did that on a number of nights, so we can talk about that. Summertime. As well. All right, Anna, why don't you tell everybody what a mixtape is uh, since... Anyone listening, they might not have an idea what a tape is. A mixtape is basically like a put to you put together all your song, all of your favorite songs, on this tape thingy. Hey. <laughs> on a tape. Thingy. A tape thingy. I like it. And then you can listen to it. Listen to it where? On YouTube. On your tape. How do you how do you listen to something on a tape? You. Put it in your car. You put it in your car? Okay. Where do you put it? In the glove box? Um, in it's like the C D compartment part of the car, but it's a tape we don't have one. Player. player. We don't have a tape player. It's a tape player. <laughs> it's upstairs on our TV. 
It just makes that's me a VHS. Laugh. I don't think in our house we have any possible way to play a tape. No, right now. But we do have like a tape. No, we don't. In our old car, we had one. We have some. We have some tapes kicking around that they aren't getting listened to. Because we because don't have that. We don't have thing. a tape player. We don't. We don't anymore because we threw it away. But yeah, Anna, it was a thing that like, you know, you could record something directly off the radio, and yeah. that was a special treat. And you just record your favorite songs. So um, last week. We made some mixtape lists. We didn't make tapes, but we made some lists, right? It wasn't my favorite thing to do. It was miserable it was for fun. you? It wasn't miserable, but it's like I hate thinking of songs because it's like I hear them and it's like, oh, I like that. Okay, there's five but... of us at the table who liked coming up with songs for mixtape. Mm. Me and Joshua? Okay. I liked it. Peter did. Peter okay. did. His list was all-inclusive. How many? 78. 78 songs? How many of them were by the same artist? A lot of them. A lot of them were by Imagine Dragons. And, oh, so you, and Piano okay. Guys. And okay. The Score. Okay. And so you've got your favorite couple bands. What about you, Joshua? How many Hamilton. songs were on your list? 54. Whoa. What about you, Anna? 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Obviously. 10, I'm done. Mom, you didn't make one. Mom, make one. Mom, fell Mom fell asleep. <laughs> so. Moms need sleep sometimes. No, they don't. Moms need sleep. Yeah, Mom. they do. And quite frankly, the majority of the time that we'll listen to mixtapes, Obviously, playlist will be fighting over other people's playlists, so it's cool. No, I, I just like Joshua and my playlist because we like the same songs. I also no, like I their like playlist. I like their playlist. Yeah, I like I'm the older theirs. songs. No, those so, songs are weak. Well, I made my list. I finished my list yesterday that I've been making ever since January. That's too long. I started in January and I made a list that's. 200 songs long and there's one qualifying rule is that i couldn't have a song by the same band more than once now there's a little bit of wiggle room because paul mccartney played for the beatles and he also played in a band called wings and i did include a song from each of those but they were two different bands so but i finished i finished 200 favorite songs so for example the beatles i mentioned them I just chose the Beatles song that I felt like made me the most excited or that I liked the most. Mm -hmm. And now that I say it, I can't even remember which one it is. (laughs) It was, no, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Twist and Shout. That was for the Beatles. Out of all the Beatles songs, Twist and Shout was the one that I felt like. That was, that was a pretty cool song. But they have have tons of cool songs. That's like my least favorite song. I it's not always song. my favorite, but I, I chose that one. But, it, I mean, they've got hundreds and hundreds of songs for all different moods. And I just thought, every time that song comes on, Ferris Bueller, like, how can it's, you not like it? Yeah, I think it's connected to Ferris Bueller. That's why you love it. I don't know any Beatles songs. I, I don't know that one, but I don't really like it. Mm. I like it. Okay. Them. Well, that's fine. All Beatles songs are like that. So, if you don't like that one, you don't like any of them. You don't like Beatles. I like okay. the Beatles. <laughs> So that was fun. It was fun to make some songs. It was was fun fun. to do some memories. I had the kids. I had the kids call out a number, and then I would just tell them or play them the song. I used the internet. (laughs) You can type a number generator and then put like the, like put the range of numbers, and then you click random or like generate, and then it picks a random number. She picked. She picked. She used a generator instead of just choosing a number by herself by her brain. Too hard. I can't so, choose. She wanted to be fair to the only person in the contest, which was her. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was fun. Um, 
Moving on to Monday, the 24th, we have just a really weird, um, oh. a weird day. It was guacamole day. Guacamole. And we did have some guacamole that night. Joshua um, will be talking about the guacamole that I did not eat. You didn't eat it, but you wanted to talk about it for some reason. So it's, tell us. Because it's the best thing on What else did we do it that is? day? Tell us, tell us your feelings about guacamole day. Um, and come sit forward so we can hear you. We did, um, we had a sleepover with our cousins that day. And so we got ready to go to bed and made our beds. And then when we came downstairs, when I came downstairs, I, um, Dad put on something on the TV. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's called The Sisters. <laughs> And they just make stuff from Mexico, and they make guacamole, but they but they were like so weird. That's right, I forgot. They about made that. this one thing. I forgot, forgot what it was, but um, you know, like you need some limes, sweet, sweet limes. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> so you liked watching the cooking show from Mexico? Yes. Yeah. His YouTube sisters. That's really funny. Yeah, they were, sis- yeah, YouTube sisters, yeah, from Mexico. They were making all kinds of things. And then we watched the guacamole one, and then we got sucked into the And then universe. we started watching lots of them, didn't we? <laughs> it's always what happens. They were funny. Until we fell upon, what was the, um, the was show like that you guys ended up watching with your cousin? My Bionic Pet. Oh, my that's bionic right. That pet. stopped working. Yeah, it did? So, we and so then they watched Dude Perfect. And I fell asleep. Oh, too. that's right. And me and Hallie had to shut the door because we had to go to bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hard to go to bed when Dude Perfect is on, isn't it? <laughs> that was our guacamole day. Not really we eventful, made, but we, we made did make some guacamole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are good. So. I didn't eat guacamole. Mom, you almost grossed out. You're like, yeah. Yeah, they didn't turn out as well. They were amazing. They were so good. good. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, Tuesday, the 25th, was Late Night Show Appreciation Day. Now, we watched a lot of different clips about late night shows, but what did you guys know about late night shows before we watched all those clips? Joshua? They're weird. Um, They're weird? I always thought that it was just um, um, the Conan guy doing it. Uh-huh. You thought there was just one person that did it? Yeah. Okay. What about James I just Corden? knew Jimmy Fallon. No, I didn't. Jimmy know. Fallon, James Corden, lots I knew of Jimmy names. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Too. Okay. Um, when we when we were growing up, Johnny Carson was really big, and I remember seeing his show syndicated, and we would see all of his crazy skits. He was a funny, he was a funny guy. We didn't even know how funny he was when we were kids. Yeah. Um, and now yeah, we watched like some we watched legend. some pretty crazy. We watched a Dave Dave Letterman top ten list. Which, those were fun, right? We saw one that was with Napoleon Dynamite. That was a good one. Pretty good. Um, we watched James Corden. Oh, that one was the best. We did kind of a little highlight reel of his. Um, Conan's a favorite. We oh, watched his. We watched his uh, final speech when uh, he was on the Late Show. Um, he gave a really uh, touching final speech. Did I fall asleep? I think you were really zoned out. Okay. Which you might have gone. You, you probably just didn't think things were funny. I guess. I thought they were. It great. was ten o'clock at night. It was you late. Blame me. It was late, but it was <laughs> night owl week, and we were talking late night show appreciation. So I can stay awake if I have been laying around all day. I know, but you hadn't been so. Yeah, um, and I was telling the kids that one of my one of my fun memories growing up was um, 
and these kids understand because we tell them to go to bed and they wander around the house for an hour. I don't. Um, Joshua, 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 Joshua doesn't. He's, He's actually the, the one that doesn't. The rest of the kids do. And um, I think Joshua doesn't. Me and Peter are the worst because Alyssa just has like stuff to do, but me and Peter just kind of like. Yeah. Hi. When when I was doing that, my my parents would finish watching the news and then the the late night show would come on after, and it was either Johnny Carson, sometimes it was Dave Letterman, and. It was just cool for me to be in the room, like, finding something funny with them. That was so fun. Mm -hmm. And whether or not they wanted me to be up or whether or not they were worried if the show was going to be appropriate for my young ears, I don't know, but it was fun. It was fun. Those were were fun memories. Um, So, yeah, Late Night Appreciation was just that. We appreciated. We, we appreciated the heck out of that day. It was great. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, Peter, for the twenty sixth of June, we're we're thinking about and celebrating older brothers, and you are the only older brother in our family. But that's not true, Dad. You are. No. I guess I'm an older brother. And a younger brother. I forgot that I was an older brother. <laughs> I was thinking you just don't about, have any brothers. I was thinking about a brother to a brother. I right. totally forgot I'm an older brother. You're also a younger brother. <laughs> to a sister. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So me and Peter have all the experience in the room. Great. Oh, he also... Well, Peter, tell us, tell us about it. Dad. Tell us about it, buddy. I know. Um, older brother, younger brother? No, but we're all younger brothers. Yeah. Um... That's true. Peter came really we prepared did. for this. Yes, um, but we, we did not really do anything. Yeah, we did nothing. Well, okay, well, tell, tell us what you feel about being an older brother now, then. I like it, you I don't. guess. You don't. You'd rather be older than younger? You think I'm annoying. I would rather be older than younger, but I, like if I was younger, I would probably want to be older, and, if, and since I'm older, I like being older. Yeah. What's what's the biggest responsibility of an older brother? Nothing. I'm making sure that he doesn't do anything bad. You don't even have a responsibility to do that. I do, though. You do. Joshua, if he wasn't there, I bet you you'd do a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't pay attention. I pay attention. You know what I was thinking about older brother day? I was thinking, you said, we didn't really do anything, but then I thought, but I think you guys hung out together probably all day. Did we? Yes. When? What day was that? Wednesday. We did the Was hike. that the day before? Of the hike. Oh, yeah. And we hung out with another older brother, our yeah, cousin Yeah, we, we went hiking that night, and we went with all the scouts in the war. Well, the... Uh, um, scouts in my troop and the boy scouts. Yeah. The Weeblows and then the 12-year-old boys. Or like 12, 12, 13-year-old boys. So mm-hmm. one, boys one thing that I think is cool about yeah. what you did that night, and this wasn't planned, this is just finding... The, the details after the fact, but you guys went hiking and you went with all the scouts from the neighborhood, right? And mm-hmm. most of them were older. They're not your biological older brothers, but the way that they behave and the way that they manage themselves on a hike it's not seem like is, an older is an example for better or for worse for everyone watching, right? For three was for worse. Three people did it for worse. There were three. There were three stinkers up there. There okay. were stinkers. I bet all the boys. Just, just, just most fun. of them were just like going crazy. Okay, so waterfall. yeah, so I bring that up just because, as an older brother or as an older sibling, 
I think you have that responsibility to set a good example. Like this is how to behave. This is how to treat other people. This is how to be responsible when you go hiking, etc. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Peter, I think you do a pretty good job. We're all looking at mom right now. She's she's sneezing on her phone. Like she'll she'll be like her eyes will be open and she'll just be like staring forward and then they'll like close and then she'll be like and then she'll like do the same thing except backwards. And she's like, it doesn't matter. This is a recording. I get something. (laughs) Well, we can tell if we talk about it. Moms get tired. Moms get tired. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have an older brother, and um, uh, but I did have people that kind of filled that role um, a couple of times. And the one time that I uh, remember, uh, that's an example of one. But the one time I remember that was really short, but it was really really poignant to me was the day I went to the missionary training center in Provo I show up and they they used to do this they don't do it anymore but they used to do this whole like you sit down and watch a video with your family and it's just supposed to get you all excited and teary and um you know anxious about serving a mission and then the missionaries go out one door the parents go out the other and that's it it's like bye-bye and that's so missionary training? yeah that's the beginning of it. Oh, okay. So then I leave that room and I have my luggage with me and I'm going to go find my room where I'm supposed to go and meet my companion. Hey, and why, do you, why do you have a luggage? Because I, was, I left my house to live for two years. I went on a mission. I'm talking about going I on know, a mission. I know, but did you like go to missionary training then go on a mission right after? Yeah, yeah. that's what you do. Oh, I so you, you grab all your stuff. So you take all your stuff and all your bags and you go to the missionary training center. And then I stayed there for two months because I was learning a language. So I had to have all my things. Wait, Crazy, so you huh? Didn't. So, oh, okay. Wait, so you slept there? Uh-huh, yeah. I lived there for two months. So you slept there? So I'm leaving that initial um, meeting is what I'm saying. And I have my luggage and I'm trying to find the building on this campus where my room is and I am just so turned around and I'm like can't believe that I'm like it's starting this thing that I've been looking forward to for a long time has begun can't believe it and lo and behold someone comes walking toward me and I recognize him from high school his name was Brad Paul and he's like hey how you doing and I was like uh kind of like kind of out of it I just got out of the meeting and he kind of laughed and he'd been there for you know maybe a month so he was a pro. Very, very familiar with the, the scene and everything like that. And so I remember, I don't know where they were going, but he broke one of the rules and sent his companion on to wherever they were going. And he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna accompany Ryan to his room. And his companion's like, okay, cool, whatever. So um, anyway, I just thought that was super, super cool to do. I, it meant a ton to me because... You know, you you are entering this new phase of life. You feel like you're all alone. And then someone comes out of the woodwork and is there for you. It was pretty cool. Who was your companion again? I had a lot of companions. No, but, like, what people? There were, there was a lot of them. I'm not going to name all my companions, but there was a lot of them. I'm not going to name all my companions. What was your favorite one? (laughs) Do you remember? Name one. I I, I can't even think about them right now. You forgot. I forgot all of them. No, I had a lot of companions. Um, probably like 15. So, a lot of names. I'm not going to think about it right you. now. Yeah. 
so anyway, um, that was that was my example for Older Brother's Day. So um, I'm wondering, so the next day is the 27th of June. It's testimony day. And mom's, mom's volunteered to talk. It's perfect so, because you, sometimes you during testimony day, you get sleepy. It's okay. <laughs> Spirit feels nice and comfortable and warm. And, and then you fall asleep. Sometimes you just need to have a little... Yeah. <laughs> so, as Ryan mentioned, <laughs> I'm laughing. Because sometimes, anyways, Ryan mentioned that today, testimony day, was um, kind of you put it there because of the um, anniversary of the martyrdom of Joseph yeah. Smith. Yeah. And um, in 1844. And so, as we were talking about it that night, and as we were. Talking about our testimonies, um, there was this great post by David Butler that we like to follow sometimes. David Butler Mr. is a, a seminary teacher, institute teacher somewhere. Mr. So David you Butler. Don't him Mr. David Butler. Well, sometimes we watch the. Don't miss this, but for the last couple of weeks we haven't necessarily watched all of them. But um, it really is a beautiful post. And do you want me just to read it, honey, or do you want me just to talk about? Um, you talk about what you want to talk about. There's a couple of phrases in there that I thought were so great. It really is beautiful. He talks about how it is an interesting thing that people might ask, like, do you worship Joseph Smith? Like, how come we're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And if we are celebrating this Joseph Smith, then, you know, how does that all tie together? Mm-hmm. And um, and I love this idea that, uh, that actually, no, we don't, I mean... If you just think about all that Joseph Smith did for us, just like any of your ancestors um, have done for you, and you would want to celebrate and you want to commemorate that person and yeah. honor them. And I think that was kind of the gist of what he said in his post. He just said, um, what, what was one of the quotes here? Because um, in his post, he talks about how we visit his cities and his, we visit his city and his jails. We remember his anniversaries. We have a hymn about him. Praise to the man who communed with Jehovah. So what's the deal? You know, because we are um, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're not um, Joseph people. <laughs> and that's what he says, Anna. He says, uh, so if, we're Jesus if we people, are Jesus people, Joseph what's people. our Joseph obsession? Yeah. And, um, we're not Joseph And then this is what, this is what one girl said um, to him. She said, as one girl said while we sat near the pl- that place of martyrdom, I know and love Jesus better because of Joseph. And I think that's so beautiful. Um, it says, yes, we are Jesus people. We cannot help but thank and honor the people who helped us come to know him. We can't help it, especially at such a high cost. That same hymn says, millions shall know Brother Joseph again. That means there will be a line to meet him in heaven. I hope there is a fast pass otherwise. It's funny. He wants a butt. But then he says, um, Butler. And tell them, this is him. You are all mine forever because of the power that came through him. I believe in a tender God of because of him. My heart is more prone to sacrifice because of him. So because of this person, Joseph Smith, he's saying, because of him, I'm a better person. I know all of these things. Yeah, like he unlocked the door. Yeah. So if you don't, you should just go to Mr. David Butler. It's really beautiful. Mr. David Butler on Instagram. Yeah. He's a, a, a funny guy, spiritual guy, very smart uh, institute teacher. We've really liked getting to know him uh, virtually the through the internet, which is a thing nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that if we saw him like 
at Walmart, wherever he shops, you know, we'd, we'd probably just be like, oh, hey, how are you, Brother Butler, you know, like, um, anyway, it's, it's funny, in fact, I had an experience like that yesterday, where I met someone in person that I typically only see, like, online, it's, it's kind of a weird guy, um, just, a, just a person that does a podcast that, um, anyway. You guys, this is really cute how he says, He's talking about being in he's, he's talks about being in line to try to talk to Joseph, you know, because we want to millions will meet Brother Joseph again or something. And and then he says, um, all of this is because of like you want to introduce your kids to Joseph and say, All of this happened because of this man. And then he says that Joseph will stop him and say, Enough, enough, no more fuss about me. Can I introduce you to who you really want to meet? Can I introduce you to Jesus? And I'll say, oh, Joseph, you already have. He already has introduced us to Joseph. That's making me cry for some reason right now. To I, Joseph. Or he's introduced us to Jesus, hasn't he, through the Book of Mormon? Yeah. Um, I sang that one extra line extra loud last week in the shadow of that jail. Death cannot conquer the hero again. I almost heard Joseph whisper through time that because the hero has already conquered death. That was the message of his life. I just think, I love how he says, oh, jo- oh Joseph, you already have introduced me to Christ. I think that's so pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. So beautiful. And and I guess I just keep thinking about the thought of testimonies are gained and you have to maintain them and strive to have and you have to have a desire to have. I've had this thought about desire so much this last week. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to desire to have a testimony to have one. And... Um, testimony of anything, whether it's um, Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, or if it's, you know, um, whether your garden's going to grow, or whether, or just whatever you want to have a testimony of. Right. Kind of... I think his life, Joseph Smith's life, was really an illustration of the scripture that he read when his story kind of started coming together, as we know it. <gasps> he's, he's confused about all sorts of different religions, and he's reading in the Bible, in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 5, that says, Anna, do you know? Does no, it, but it, I figured something out. You have his story. It comes from... His story? Yeah, history. Oh. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I guess I've never really thought of that either, Anna. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Anna just, just fell out of her chair. <laughs> um, anyway, in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 5, it says, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And I was thinking about that same idea. You know, if if I'm if I'm wanting something if i'm praying about something like what is it that i really really want to know and what is it that i'm doing in my life that um demonstrates hey i'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this thing to get this knowledge to you know whatever um and and that's a a really cool promise in the bible that um took on you know such significance in the life of joseph smith and enabled him to have the courage to do so many things that um, are just so super unique, um, including um, translating the Book of Mormon that led to the formation of the Church of Jesus Christ. So anyway, lots of cool things to ponder on that day. So thanks, Mom. The 28th was uh, Friday, June 28th, and it was Forgiveness Day. And Forgiveness Day was a very interesting kind of day for me as I thought about this thing. And I wanted to ask a question to everyone here at the table. What does it feel like to either forgive someone or to be forgiven of something? What does it feel like? Um, it just feels like you're saying something 
It feels, it feels like you're saying something. Oh, yeah, but then, like, they know, and so, it's like, then you're good. So, okay, so if you say, if you have to say, I'm sorry that I, you know, did this or whatever. I hate when people it, say, it, like, it's it just say, I'm sorry, because, like, it's great, but. Like, you have to mean it. I hate it. Because like, you don't know if they really mean it or not. So I like when they kind of show me that they're sorry. So so forgiveness isn't just words. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Peter? What does it feel like to be forgiven or to forgive someone? Um, I like the feeling of it. Okay. I think it's all about peace. Yeah. I think we're just striving for that peace. And when you... And it has nothing necessarily even to do with saying you're sorry. I mean, it, it can... Well, and that can. might be something that you should do. And, and, and I think it's interesting because we teach our kids, right? Like, you need to say sorry. Um, but like Joshua said, like, like if you it's don't, just words, it's just, or Anna, like, if it's just words, it like is. Like, you don't have to. Like, I don't care if anybody apologizes to me if they're just going to keep being mean. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, yeah so this, this is what I was um, really, really getting into, like, in my own mind. I was thinking to myself that um, if, if I feel awkward around someone, let's say that um, I borrow something from the neighbors and I broke it and I, I return it to them, I, I fixed it, but it, they still know that I, I broke it or something. And, and that there's like this feeling of awkwardness that comes every time we talk about that topic of like a broken lawnmower or something. If there's a feeling of awkwardness, does that mean that I have been forgiven or do I feel forgiven from that person or have I forgiven myself Self. or I just had this idea of like is is awkwardness one of those things that helps us you know recognize that maybe there's a little bit more to to do as far as forgiveness goes and when I talk about forgiveness I wrote down a couple of words I wrote down it's okay okay whatever happened like it's fine it's okay the next thing I'm letting go. I'm letting go of this thing that happened. I'm letting go of the feelings that I have felt surrounding this thing. I am letting go completely. It's no longer a thing. And then the third thing I wrote was an attitude of onward and upward. So we all know that throughout our lives, we will definitely need to be forgiven of people and that we will need to forgive. But if we forgive people and we still feel like it's not okay what they did and we aren't letting go of those feelings and we're not moving onward and upward then i kind of think well then are we really forgiving the situation are we forgiving ourselves are we forgiving other people any thoughts about that i I tend to think that forgiveness is a lot more about yourself than anybody else if that makes sense like yes you should you should make wrongs right if you need to yeah. make wrongs right. But it's not, it's, it's your responsibility to forgive and to um, allow people to feel for, like to, to allow, what do I even say? To forgive people. To forgive and to be forgiven, I guess, in your own heart. Yeah. You know, like it's much more about how you're internalizing things and everyone's responsible, responsible kind of for their for their own yeah so because you can't put you can't put even like Anna will you get the spider behind you (laughs) you can't put um, actions towards like this is how you forgive this is how you you know because for everyone it's going to be different like Anna's like I don't like when people say sorry because yeah because I don't know if it's genuine well 
to someone else, they needed to say sorry so that they could move on. You know, I just think there's... I'm thinking of a situation where I felt that I needed to tell someone sorry and I never really was completely satisfied that they, um, that they accepted my apology. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was the situation with our yeah. insurance yeah. when we, our, our insurance adjuster, who was a good friend of mine from growing up came over and we said, Hey, we're going to have, um, this company, the adjusters kind of just watched the situation as we moved through it. And he was, he flipped out he got really and Why? I didn't, I didn't understand at the time what that all meant. I probably still don't, but he was super, super mad. Didn't want to talk to me. Didn't want to even pretend that we knew each other, that we were friends. And it was a bitter, bitter situation. And I wasn't really impressed with how, um, he handled it. Um, I was probably very naive of, of, um, where he was coming from. Um, and for those many reasons, when everything was said and done, I sent a letter to him and I just said, we're all trying to take care of our families. I really feel sad that, um, you know, you were offended and visibly offended and I, I want to apologize. And still to this day, and fortunately it doesn't happen often, but anytime, like, like I see a family member of his or him, like at a, a public thing, I just get super awkward or feel that there's this awkward feeling. And I feel like that isn't a fruit of forgiveness. You know what I mean? Forgiveness means like something happened between two families or two parties and you're able to move on. Anyway, it's given me a lot to think about because it's one thing to like bump somebody or even like, you know, dent someone's car and say I'm sorry and those kind of forgiveness situations. It's quite another when you're talking about like feelings that are really, really hurt and that stay hurt for a long time. You know, that happens to families and it can really tear them apart. And um, fortunately, we haven't seen, you know, massive examples of that in our family, but it can, it can happen. So anyway, and gosh, aren't we so grateful that we can rely on forgiveness because we're not perfect? Yeah, you bet. And I think I like your thought about onward and upward because I think that's the whole joy of the gospel. Yeah, we can't be forgiven. There is joy, there is hope because... Because Christ, for whatever mistakes we make, and he suffered for those. So when we make a mistake, we can be forgiven. And as long as we ask and try to take the steps to move forward, then Then we can, right? Then we can. Yeah. It's awesome. And that makes life so happy, exciting. It does. Good. Okay, so we've got uh, one more day of this last week, Hamburger Day. Hamburger Day, the 29th. Hamburger Day. And everyone said, Dad, you have to talk about Hamburger Day. And there's really not a lot to share other than no, I recognize that it was Hamburger Day. Here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, how many times have we celebrated a day and been like, gosh, it would be nice to really celebrate that day with like all the bills and whistles. Ice cream day, frozen yogurt. Day like, yeah, all those days where we're just like, oh, we're not going to really partake because of our schedule or because of family goals or because of whatever and hamburger day i was like at the beginning of the day i just said hey we're having hamburgers at some point today and as i was thinking of hamburgers i was thinking of all these memories that i had surrounding hamburgers and i just thought okay i've had a lot of really fun memories like going to mcdonald's with my buddies in high school and getting the same thing over and over like that was way fun or going to Crown Burger. That was that's probably like my favorite hamburger, oh, right? Yeah. Should have gone there. There was the time that I ordered the hamburger with the ramen noodle patty 
which is probably the most unique hamburger experience I've had. Red Robin. Mm -hmm. And then just the number of times that we've had hamburgers here at the house or whatever that just taste good. Sometimes they're just like perfect. Well, I start my day and I go to a work event, which was like this outdoor grand opening for um, this community that we're in. And they're doing uh, food trucks and I have a hamburger. Well, I had already decided on the way home that I wanted to stop at McDonald's just to relive the flavor of McDonald's. a Big Mac and the single, you know? And so I did that too. So now I'm at three hamburgers. And I get home and I know. I already told Becca, I said, let's have hamburgers. And so we had hamburgers again. I don't think that I need to eat a hamburger for like you didn't an entire that year. Last one. You were really done. I didn't finish it because I just... Which is very unlike me. I usually finish all my food, but that time was just I too much. Too much of a good thing. Should we tell the funny ha miscommunication on hamburgers? Sure. You tell it. No. <laughs> no. We don't really need to, except to say that we just didn't communicate. We quite. Well, we didn't communicate on the same page when I cooked half the amount of hamburgers that Becky thought we needed and which is a good thing because except my mom didn't get a hamburger she, so I was feeling good well and, and I she, she probably she's probably not thinking not care, about it anymore <laughs> anyway what a way to celebrate <laughs> it was fun it was all right fun. we got people checking out what is it like are we super tired today it must have been night owl week guys I know night owl week who stayed up later than midnight at least one time I did I did. I had to like wake up two times. I had to wake and then up. We still early. wake up at like five thirty. Three times. Home. Who stayed up later than midnight? Four times. I stayed up till like, like ten didn't. every night. You did. So I was I like stayed steady. Up I didn't like ten go to the extremes, but I had to study like late night. Okay, who is more a night owl than an early worm? Alyssa. Early Alyssa. bird. Wait. Alyssa is. She's not here to defend that, but I would agree. <laughs> oh, she would. She would defend she that. She would be all for okay. it. Is anyone more of an early bird? Anna. I feel like I can switch. I feel like I'm like ambidextrous in that Me too. facet of life. It depends Depending on what's going on. Yeah. It does depend, but I feel and, like I wake and up. And sometimes I get really ambitious. I just remember being on choir tours and going to bed so late, like one o'clock, and then still waking up like at five and putting in a whole day after like a long run. I just wanted to do all my favorite things every moment of the day. Mm -hmm. Good, good memories. Interesting how you can. I survived. How you can. Yeah, you know, I survived the late night epidemic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. Good, good times. Okay, next week, you guys. Uh, before we wrap up, we've got a fun-filled week. Today. It's the Fourth of July coming up. We the beginning of July, which means uh, we've got a new theme for the week. It's cooking on the grill week. So Ooh. we're gonna be cooking on the grill this next week. We've got hot dogs to cook on the grill. We've got some other things we'll talk about. It's gonna be awesome, but. The month of July, I wanted to make a theme for that entire month. And this is Burden Awareness Month, which means any kind of burden, whether it's a, a permanent or a um, not permanent handicap, an addiction, right. no. some kind of health, uh, financial burden, any kind of burden, hmm. like keep, keep that in your mind uh, this month. Rather than just identify like one particular thing, I just wanted to keep it broad. It seems like every day, this last month especially, how many times did we come across friends um, and family that was like something snuck up through the back door and just rocked their world, mm -hmm. like health-wise? It was crazy, crazy, crazy. What health? So, what health? 
things were well we we talked about the salmons how they had um some trouble with um health and we've had people in our stake that have really needed some help so anyway then half of our family like needed some help anyway um okay so today we haven't talked about this at all we're going to talk about it next week more but it's wild wild west today wild west day all right mom's mom's She's headed out. Wild She's West. headed out. Okay, stay with us. Man, we did. We spent the entire week being night owls, I can tell. <laughs> Monday the 1st, Little Brother's Day. Joshua's going to talk to us about that. So is Peter. No, he's not. Peter's a little brother. I'm a little I brother. Know, but Peter had oldest brother. Missionary Day <laughs> is on the 2nd, July 2nd. That commemorates the day that I went into the Missionary no. Training Center. We talked about that a little bit. Um, Today today hot dog day is wednesday the third of july the fourth of july we're going to celebrate the united states independence day uh friday the fifth corn on the cob day and this is an interesting one this is an interesting one on saturday the sixth we'll be celebrating kissing appreciation day i don't appreciate mom finally perked up (laughs) what did someone say kissing appreciation day i don't appreciate so have a good week tune in next time and we will be with you then. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.